Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Well, what are we hearing on... Guess what? Guess who's the here? Rocket Man by Elton John. But Elton's not here, but guess who is? The real Rocket Man. The real Rocket Man. Roger Clemens Roger, joins us here. Roger, great to have you here. Third. What's up, guys? What a pleasant surprise. I knew I was going to see Joe C. as he is a... I see him a lot. And then my my winning playing partner from the Zurich Classic, yeah. Boom Boom, is here. Well, you 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 carried the team there the, in our <laughs> four hole little pro am alternate shot deal. Nice, nice to, to see you, partner. You blasted some drives out there. Well, got power, huh? Yeah, he did. He, he's coachable. He's coachable. Well, not too many blasted off you. Good to see you. Welcome back to Boston. It's always good to be back when. Uh, it's it's just a fun week with the Jimmy Fun going on and and uh, I'm I'm gonna actually get a baseball back in my hand I don't know why but we're gonna do a little fun <laughs> stuff tomorrow hopefully oh Steve Buckley's all time baseball game that's it well, that'll be fun it, the uh, top of the third it's two nothing and Adam ha- two nothing Red Sox Adam Hazley the leadoff hitter is swings and fouls that one back it's one and two it, it count as the Phillies try to scratch back. In a game that they could be behind four or five to nothing, but they're not. Um, he's a big, tall guy, righty on the mound for the Red Sox. I don't remember any other ones. Do you, Joe? <laughs> wow, he took a big cut, but he will sit down. And Hazley is uh, gone. There's one out. Don't so you tell love us it. about the pitching. Tell, Reese Hoskins is coming up next. So we're doing it for ALS, and it uh, looks like I'm going to pitch a little. I'm not sure the name of the area, but it's in Cambridge. I believe Cambridge. it's St. Peter's Field in Cambridge. There yeah. you go. And um, so looking forward to it. Uh, Steve Buckley got in touch with me a while back, and uh, I wish I would have been throwing a little bit more <laughs> to get ready, but uh, it should be just a great deal of fun. They made me up an old-time Red Sox wool uniform, and, uh, of course, it's going to be the hottest day. You know, yeah, It's going right. to be like 90 tomorrow, but <laughs> – so, yeah, but you're Texas, so, uh, I mean, this is like winter for you. It is. Right? You're right. You're right, Boom. Absolutely. <laughs> Porcello looks in, uh, 0-1 pitch, and that's hit very well to left center field. That's going to go all the way to the wall off the out-of-town scoreboard. Hoskins into second, and he's in there with a double. So the Phillies, their first hit of this ball game. Roger, you pitched a few years ago, didn't you, for uh, Sugarland? Uh, it was a few years ago, Joe. I mean, I'm aging in dog years, so they, I guess everybody still thinks I'm 35. But I still throw a little BP to the guys uh, when they ask and uh, still move around a little bit. So we're going to have a good time with it, and uh, we'll be out there. I think I think I got to go to the plate and try and swing it, and we were just talking about that today. I was teasing everybody that the highest batting average here at Fenway Park is not Ted Williams, I'll have you know. Are you a 1,000 hitter here? Absolutely. Norm Charlton, and you Look wore a you. suit of armor, didn't you? I did. I would, I would feel <laughs> you safe. You were covered. I, I would feel safe in Iraq right about now with what I had on. <laughs> Head to toe. Head Better to toe. than Ted Williams. And I, now we're learning something. And you single up the middle, right? 
Single up the middle off Norm Charlton. Thank goodness. Oh, throw hard. He was one of the nasty boys. Well, he nas was. Nasty boy at the plate, Bryce Harper. And he took a nasty swing. When you had a, a when you Roger, when you were facing a, a big time hitter, and you know who would like nothing more than to hit it 500 feet, did you get a, a little extra adrenaline, or did you have to guard against that? Uh, you you would guard against it because you're going to naturally uh, have a little more adrenaline. And the main thing is to you you even though the type of hitter we know Bryce is, we you got to get ahead of him, and that's just what happened. So now. <coughs> These are great at bats. I would imagine this is why everybody's in the stadium. They want to see this. Porcello, the stretch runner at second. The 0-1 to Harper gets him fishing. And it's 0-2. Well, Roger, you came up with this idea to throw batting practice uh, to people who want to donate to the Jimmy Fund. Uh, about five years ago, this was your idea, and it keeps getting growing bigger and bigger. Yeah, I appreciate it so much. The guys at the Jimmy Fund are great. And, I mean, Joe, as you know, it's what, what a thrill for me is I get to go back out to the mound where Rick's standing right now and throw batting practice to the lucky winners. And I remind them they're standing in a box right where Ted Williams did, right where Yaz did. And uh, I think they get a little nervous when I tell them that afterwards. But I, I was telling Joe not too long ago, Boom, that I, I was laying some pies in there. I'm throwing, you know, whatever I can to get it in there, a decent amount of speed. And one of the guys ran into one and hit like – the bottom of the scoreboard and right. I thought he was going to have a heart attack. I mean, he was so happy and so it was just it's just a lot of fun. I mean, again, the history that's come through this stadium and I get to go out to the mound throw batting practice to some lucky winners who help out the foundation and the Jimmy Fund. It's a thrill. And we had some great bidding for that privilege. One two to week. Harper. He checked his swing. They no says Third base umpire Dan. Tried Arizona. to upshoot him with a fastball like the last one. Do you um do you also tell the ones at the plate, not only is that where Ted and Yaz stood, not to mention Poppy and others, but that your control isn't quite as pinpoint as it once was? Or is it better? Well, you know. <laughs> I'm I, playing I, with you, throwing, partner. Yeah, no, absolutely. Throwing at 50, 50, 55 miles an hour, I really like that speed because I don't have to ice afterwards. There you go. You don't <laughs> bring Mr. Splitty out, do you? Yeah, if somebody hits one good and shows off, I might have to have to break Mr. Splitty out to, uh, a to ball. It's the equalizer. Three and two. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I never worry about you as a competitor. <laughs> I was lucky to see it last year. We were... We were horrible on the range, but somehow we won it. At any rate, the count is now full to Bryce Harper. The Red Sox lead it 2-0. It's the top of the third, one out. Hoskins, the runner at second base for Philadelphia. Harper trying with one swing of his bat to tie the game, or at least half the game. Breaking ball inside, and Harper will walk. He, he didn't think he'd get a, a fastball down the middle, did you, Rocket? Uh, I would say not. And I bet he was looking soft. It was just a little bit in. Roger, how are the boys doing? Boys are doing well. Uh, thank you. Actually, uh, my the real golfer in the family's here. Deb's here, and she's oh, yeah. uh, she uh, intently looking at her so. iPad. Cody just got called up uh, uh, to double A with the Tigers. Great. He got his first two hits and two RBIs. Oh, so. wonderful. Is that at Erie? Uh, she, he's in Erie. So and the, he's a left-hand batter? He's a left-handed batter, plays second base. And so he's trying to work his way through and – uh, so, all the moon and stars are in the line tonight because he's got a couple knocks. So his mother's happy. 
Real Muto now has excelled behind the plate, both blocking balls and throwing runners out. Trying to do it at the plate, looks uh, takes ball one. So Two on, one out. You've seen a lot of baseball then, now huh, watching the boys? Yeah, I've seen a lot of baseball. Casey's actually with Dunedin in Florida, and uh, he's getting it going pretty good right now, too. So, Pitch up top, 2-0. and oh. More than anything else, taking them out here, obviously you excelled everywhere. But here you were as a young man and, and, and put yourself back to, well, now the Levanji's going to go out to to talk to Porcello to be careful here. What sticks out all these years later about pitching in Boston? Well, boom, and, and Joe may have heard it before and the listeners too. I thought it was real cool when I was young. Um, the bullpen was such a tight area. I was actually one of the first to start playing long toss before I'd actually get in the bullpen. Oh, yes, I remember and that. And stretch my shoulder out a little bit like I did at the University of Texas. I also loved Fenway Park because of the foul territory, that there was no foul territory. And the backstop's fairly close, so it always felt like I was on top of the hitter when I was on the main mound hmm. here at Fenway. It has that feel and look to it. Porcello the stretch with two on, and that's chopped foul by Rudo. Count is two balls, one strike, one out. Two nothing Red Sox, but the Phillies threatening here in the third. Who could ever forget your 20K game here? You almost didn't make it that night, right? Yeah. You're right, Joe. That was a good one. I got stuck on Storo Drive, and I was panicking. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yep. You're not the first to get stuck on Storo, but but <laughs> not everybody was due to take the mound. I could see the Sitco sign, and it was uh, I was getting ready to run here. A cat whisker away from it. Swung out and missed. Two and two. Right what do you there. mean? So you? Well, so you I uh, we're in traffic, and I actually I'll tell you the cliff notes. I, I opened up the trunk of my car to take my boots off, put some running shoes on. I was telling Deb to get in the driver's seat. She's going to drive. I'm going to run the mile and a half or two miles here. I busted through the clubhouse door at about 10 after 7 when we played at 735 games, and you should have seen the looks I got as a young Red Sox. <laughs> Ball is skied, drifting over to left center, and it's going to be Benintendi actually calls off Bradley. Very nice. Almost center, and so there's two out. Runners return to second and first. And Corey Dickerson, the lefty, will be up against the righty Porcello. Good so, job right there. So, no, I busted <laughs> through the door and. Uh, well, there's no cell. You couldn't text anybody, oh, no. right? You couldn't tell. Pitching coach said, uh, oh, coming to the manager's yeah. office. And uh, I just felt like a total heel. And I go in there and they're like, we're going to scratch you. We've got a long man to scratch. No, 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 no. I'm pitching this game and not taking no for answer. I bust out of there, change in a phone booth, and I tell people that uh, Bill Fisher. At his funeral, I said, I think this is the first time I've ever seen my pitching coach run from the dugout to the bullpen with me. So that's how we did it. Didn't throw a strike warming up and punch out 20. And no walks. Great job right Foul there back. getting ahead. Yeah. Yeah. I don't throw a strike, punch out 20 with no walks. And, of course, Bill Fish, Fish was the still the longest. Uh, I think he holds the record for not walking a guy in, like, 89. Yeah. Something like well, that. Well, Christy Matthewson's record. And uh, after the game, everybody left. I was still icing, and my pitching coach walked up to him and said two things. He called me Smokey from Smokey Joe Wood. He goes, Smokey, two things. He goes, I love it that you struck all those guys out, but more importantly, you didn't walk anybody. Well, he should have told you taking his Dickerson. <laughs> and, then he, and then he finished with, and you can get to the ballpark anytime you want. <laughs> <laughs> I said, Fish, I, I, I will get here 
I apologize a hundred times. I That's just unreal. got stuck. I never knew that. Yeah. And ten years later, you strike out twenty Tigers with no walks. Yep. <laughs> I got a phone call from him, and the same deal. That was that was pretty cool, Joe, to do it again ten years later. Uh, he was a great guy, Uncle Fish. Yep. One one Porcello from the stretch. Ooh, and good pitch. It's going to be up top two and one. Phillies trying to scratch the. Uh, their first hit, doubled by Hoskins, Harper at first base with the walk. Like I said, neither neither pitcher really worried about the length of game at this point. Do you think pitchers take too long today, Roger? Um, you just got to have an idea. You know, we're, we're always trying to think a couple pitches ahead of what we want to do. And that is slug, but foul way up high, but but way out behind first. You know, Joe, that you see too. The catchers won't move because they're just everybody's worried about location. There's so many cameras in the ballpark. I can go down the video room and within two innings probably have the catcher's cadence if you want it. When a guy gets a second, so you just have to be careful. Uh, any noises coming out of the dugout, so that's why you see catchers. And Veritek used to do it. He used to jump to a location late, uh, unlike. Say when I threw to a Charlie O'Brien, Charlie liked to go to his spot early and uh, let the umpire know where we were going. So if it was a close pitch, we would get it. But you'll see the catchers as you do now, they just hold the glove and they'll go to the spot late. 2 2 pitch, and that's inside. And so now with the count full, both runners will be moving. Two out. Hoskins at second, Harper at first. So you, you can see the pattern already since I've been sitting with you guys. He's going to go with a high fastball if he goes with that, or he's going to go obviously soft and in. I've got a pretty good idea what I'd do with two guys on here. I know what you would do. Here's it, and that is going to be fisted off and behind the Red Sox dugout in the seats. We'll do it again. Both runners obviously moving. We'll go back to second and first. Good fastball. Looked like a two-seamer. I just think you have, when, uh, when your catcher's moving that late, you really have to elevate your focus on a mound where you're, where, where, where you're throwing it. I wasn't a mitt looker, but when I did pause to look down like Nolan and Seaver, who the reason why they went up over their head, they would drop their chin and visualize when I picked back up my target right where I was going. And with your catcher moving late, you really got to be specific and focused on where you're going to go with the baseball. Payoff pitch again from Porcello. We'll do it again. Hitters choked up about three inches, too, mm -hmm. on his bat right now. What did uh, Rich Gebman do, your favorite catcher? Getty was awesome. He, Getty would move to his target, had great hands. I mean, just fantastic hands, and he was a good target to throw to because he was quiet behind the plate we would get on some of our other catchers that some of them would have windshield wipers we'd call for hands they couldn't they didn't have <laughs> really good hands to hold the ball they would <laughs> try to quiet down and a lot of them would move their bodies too much Porcello the stretch now steps off the rubber looks both runners back you'll also notice that most of the umpires now a lot of them early late 80s early 90s when they'd set up, they would put their hand on the catcher, actually, right, for a little on the bit shoulder. of balance. Yeah. And if you drifted or moved just an inch on a close pitch, he would think that ball was inside. That's why we want our guys to trust the hands. Most of the umpires now 
they don't uh, engage with the catcher. The 3-2 pitch to Dickerson, swung on and missed. That's so a great the job strikeout pitching. strands the pair, and the score remains 2-0 Boston after two and a half. You enjoy watching from up here in the Catbird seat, huh, Rocket? Well, you can almost call balls and strikes from here. Why don't right. you? <laughs> Why don't you? Are we sticking around? What, what, yeah, are you? Can you right, stick another sure. half inning? Sure. Okay. All right, Roger Clemens in the booth with uh, yours truly, Chris Berman, Joe Castiglione, Will Fleming, and our very special two-night part of the Jimmy Fund Radiothon, which has just been awesome, and it's great, Roger, that you're, you're here on, on these couple of days, which means so much to so many people, and you know having played here and, and always have a heart here, that yep. you understand what that is all about. The count is two and one to Devers. Now, Smiley working quicker, and maybe that was part of a conversation uh, as, by the way, it's starting to sprinkle a little bit here, Ed. We didn't expect really much in the evening. It's light mist at the moment. But cool it off a little. So it'll cool it off, but could you work to your advantage a little with this light mist? With the, or no, you were always worried about the grip, weren't you? Yeah. I would think so. 2-2 two, two pitch, and that's going to be foul. Back. Just don't worry. Boom, we loved it here in April and maybe the first part of May when it was cold. Pitchers Everybody do. else didn't like it. Yeah. Pitcher's was, the only guy that's warm. That's the time you got to get, get going as a pitcher. Um, but, yeah, Porcello, last inning. That's a big inning. That's a, a test. You're gonna, he's going he's gonna to get tested. If he goes deep seven, eight innings in this game, he'll get tested once or twice more. That was a great test he got out of. Pitch inside, and the count is three and two. The leadoff man here in the bottom of the third, Devers, who doubled and drove in the first Red Sox run after Mookie Betts had doubled. The second Red Sox run, a solo homer by Jackie Bradley in the second inning. Ground ball to short. Charity hop, as you will, to Cesar Hernandez over to Hoskins, and there is one out. Roger, one of my favorite Jimmy Fun stories is when you went to the clinic and the little girl didn't believe it was you. So tell us what you did. Yeah, so... Uh, we went over to see everybody at the Jimmy Fund and, and do the rounds. Uh, actually went early before I came in for stretching and batting practice, and I had jeans and boots on a golf shirt. And this little gal, they wanted me to, you know, make sure I, I see her and her parents. And I went in there, and her parents were all fired up, and she was looking at me like she didn't – there was no way I was Roger Clemens. That, <laughs> I couldn't convince her. I didn't have a hat on or anything, so I said, all right. So I busted it back over here. One of the police officers, I put my entire uniform back over, grabbed some baseballs to sign. Officer took me back over, and uh, I walked in there in full uniform, and and she believed it was me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she said, it is the rocket. That's <laughs> so awesome. So we, we had a good time That's with that awesome. one. I figured I better go get the uniform on. 2-0 to Xander Bogarts with uh, one out here in the Red Sox third. Busted that one down a little bit, swung on and missed it, two and two. Well, the buzz that's created when a Red Sox player goes into that clinic is really something to feel. Mm. Well, Joe, as I've said before, I tip my hat to the families, man, what they do and how they continue to put a brave face on. And uh, like you said, even helping, you know, what we do here with the batting practice and the Jimmy Fund allow me to be a part of that still. Uh, it's so cool. And even if you help one person at a time, Foul. Count is full now to Bogarts. 
How far back the Jimmy Fund goes with the Red Sox long before our time. Absolutely, Boom. Absolutely. Found it in 1948. Red Sox taking over in 53. And there's a called strike three. So Smiley all of a sudden. It looks like a different pitcher a little bit, Joe and Roger. I mean, from the first two innings. They didn't call it a cutter in your day, did they? No, it's just a true slider. And that's still really what a cutter is. I mean, I mean, uh, you know, all those years with Rivera over there in New York, his was like a true, he had a true slider. I mean, he could, he could make it more like a slurve if he wanted to. And that's basically what I had, Joe, when I had front door, somebody like uh, Petey was on top of the plate. And, and, and especially in a, a crucial game where you don't want to hit a right-hander that stands on the plate, but you want to come in on him, but you can't afford to hit him and put a guy on base like that and a chance to lose the game, I would throw that tight slider right at him, break it across. I was more confident and had really good control of that. The 1-0 pitch to J.D. Martinez is uh, out of the zone, 2-0. Well, that was so effective. But to me, the greatest thing in your 86 season, 24-4, and was the command you had. I mean... You put yeah. the ball exactly where you wanted to put it. Like I said, I t when I talked to the guys now, I talked about being a power pitcher, not a power thrower, and there's a big difference because Trino. you'll see guys that happen. Uh, I won't mention the name, big-time pitchers still in the game now where they go through the lineup a third time and they have big-time issues with that because they start throwing. They're still looking velocity and strikeouts. Taken all the way at 3-0 for a strike. That's a great point. Uh, the radar gun doesn't get batters out. <laughs> you got to pitch. Because that day you walk out there and when you throw 95, 97 miles an hour and your shoulder's a little stiff and you're sitting at 91, 92, you still got to pitch. Little nubber, Smiley off the mound will get it and shovels it over to first to Hoskins. And so a 1-2-3 inning. The Red Sox are down in order. And we have played three. It is 2-0 Boston over the Philadelphia Phillies, and we have a very special moment coming Ladies up. Ladies and here. gentlemen, we now join together to raise awareness in the fight against cancer and ask you to please rise and display your placards honoring or remembering all those who have bravely battled this unfair fight. Thank you all for your participation, and we thank WEEI and Nesson for making this tribute possible. We encourage everyone to text KCANCER to 20222 to contribute $25 to the Jimmy Fund Radio Telethon. Yes, sir, the wonderful thing to be whole with players, umpires, coaches, managers, fans, all holding up placards honoring those who have been stricken with cancer. And uh, Roger Clemens 
joining us as well in that. Uh, Roger, thank you so much. Thanks, guys. It's always great to see you, Joe. I appreciate everything you do. And boom. Nice to see you, Rocket. Good to see you, my buddy. Good to see you. Absolutely. Everything you do for the Jimmy Fund yeah. is so Have wonderful. Have fun doing that. Have fun great throwing. Great to see you, my yeah. man. Oh, yeah. I wanna, I you want me to that. call that, too, or just stick to the Why game? Why don't you sneak over there and put the gear on and call? Oh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> One miracle at a time, all right? <laughs> You're right. One at a time. Good seeing you, boys. I all right, Roger. It. Thank you for your help uh, in, in, uh, for everything you do here with the Jimmy Fund. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network.